2: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Locked
0: on. Locked on. Locked, Locked. Locked on. Locked. Locked. Locked on.
1: Locked on. Locked, Locked. Locked. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast presented by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, how you doing today, sir? Do good.
0: Uh, it's it's reached the point in uh, our quarantine life that we are sick of the way our furniture looks in our home <laughs> so now we're just trying to rearrange it to see if, uh, you if like that provides like yep. yeah just like... And, and you know and sometimes you find that uh, if you rearrange pieces into new places uh, they, they may they may be a bit better than they were before and uh-huh. speaking of that
1: you are so good at these segues so uh, later <laughs> I just want to say that I woke up this morning I had my coffee it never tasted better Uh, Because once again, the Eagles have figured out a way to to mess up their quarterback situation. Uh, (laughs) On Thursday afternoon, uh, it was announced that they have agreed to trade Carson Wentz, uh, the second pick in the 2016 draft, to the Indianapolis Colts uh, for pick 85, a third round pick in this year's draft, and then a second round pick in 2022 that could potentially become a first-round pick. Uh, this will The Eagles will be on the hook for $33 million for Carson Wentz in the 2021 season. I saw it's the third biggest cap hit for any quarterback in the league, and he won't be playing for them this year. So first and foremost, what did you think about the Carson Wentz trade to the Colts?
0: Well, first off, none of that conversation can be correct because I was specifically told by Howie Roseman that they would not accept anything less than a first-round pick. Two first-round picks. uh, Yeah, that's right. Two first-round picks. So we may need to kind of double-check all the reports to make sure that those are correct. Uh, You know, I mean, again, this is – what what i expected to happen ultimately is that, that yeah. they're going to have to take a bath here the the money was too much wince's play was so bad last year that it was going to have to be almost a kind of salary dump trade to uh to to get wince out of out of philadelphia and and and, and frankly like uh, <laughs> I, I really don't understand how Philadelphia messed this up so bad because it's not even just that they got rid of their quarterback, but they also had to get rid of their coach to do this. So at the, so at some yeah. point, this whole thing was uh, you know basically well we got to get rid of Peterson because uh, he's not they're not willing to make the changes to fix Carson Wentz. Oh and by the way, we're also just gonna get rid of Carson Wentz. Uh, yeah. It's like what's the plan here ultimately? I, I, it feels like Philly has. Kind of lost the plot on this. I think that they tried to get something for Carson Wentz, and and frankly, I like this trade for everybody except for the except for the Eagles. You know, like well, can I
1: can I I add this as well? Nick Sirianni, their head coach, took that job believing that Carson Wentz was going to be his quarterback, and that's who he's (laughs) going to be working with. So, as of what three weeks ago. The plan for Sirianni and the Eagles was to have Wentz as their quarterback. So I listen. I have no idea what the what the, the overall plan in Philadelphia is.
0: Yeah and 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 that's the thing is that it just seems like there is no plan and and I, you know I think Carson Wentz is going to go to Indianapolis and go to a situ- situation with uh, Frank Reich that is a little bit you know comfortable with what he, where he was when he was mm-hmm. one of the best uh what he was playing like one of the best quarterbacks in football uh I don't know that he's actually going to get back to that level but I think if if you're going to take a swing at trying to get there going back to a guy like frank wright i think who knows you and knows how to uh, deploy you i think it's going to be a big help and for the colts it's a it's a low risk a high you know potentially high reward uh, mm-hmm. uh situation to get a, a starting quarterback for a team that has basically everything else you need they're ready to play they're ready to be contenders um and i you know there's you know, there is some language in there that they would have to give up a, a first round pick, but I think that that's easy easy to work around. Uh, it, it you know, because Wentz may not be <laughs> healthy the entire year, and and if it, Wentz isn't working out, uh, then you can definitely uh, you know bench him if you want. And, and and if Wentz is working out, like if 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 he's playing seventy five percent of the snaps or seventy percent of the snaps, and you're making the playoffs, I mean, honestly, I. I I don't funny. know why you would feel bad about giving giving a first round pick at that. Well, point. and here's the thing: you still too,
1: won the trade, right? <laughs> right. And if that is the case, and you do make the playoffs, it's not like that first yep. round pick is going to be all that high, right? At the exactly. very, very best, it's pick 19. So if I told you right now it ends up being pick 83 in this year's, or excuse me, 85 in this year's draft, and pick 19 in next year's draft, you're really looking at. You know, again, a third rounder, and then a pick that's probably valued as a second round pick this year. So it, it's not a lot. It's 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 a worthwhile gamble for the Colts because if it doesn't work out this year, you can go get another quarterback next year, and you're not on the books for a ton of salary. You'll still have a bunch of draft picks left. I think it's a fine swing for the you know for the Colts for the Eagles. Listen, it was pretty clear that Wentz wasn't their franchise guy, right? We we knew it years ago Um, you did get something out of him you get out of his contract you know you're still gonna have to pay a bunch this year Uh you got out of his contract for future years and now it's time to, to hit the reset button but man Landon, <laughs> what does that mean a-
0: though I mean well, where do they go from here that's the, that, that's what we got to talk about next because I still don't understand what the plan is for the draft like are they putting themselves in a position to go get a quarterback it it feels like maybe but at the same time like you, you drafted a guy in the second round already. I don't know what the hell is going on with Philly. Yeah, well, we they... can
1: talk about the draft in just one second because that's that's important. But they've got so many other issues, Landon, that I'm not even sure they're ready for a quarterback. For instance, according to Over the Cap right now, if the salary cap comes in at 205 which it was, which is what it was last year, they're $47 million Over the Cap. We know it's not going to be at 205. It's more likely to be at 185. So you're looking at $65 million uh, over the cap. And they've got a bunch of free agents, uh, guys that actually contributed quite a bit last year. Uh, They've got offensive line problems. Uh, Jason Peters is, you know, he was playing left tackle for them. He's also a free agent. They don't have guys that are easy to cut. Like, for example, Alshon Jeffrey, despite how bad he's been, if they cut him, he would actually cost them three million dollars in cap space. So this is going to be a roster that is completely, completely gutted. Uh, I think they're gonna move on from Zach Ertz. That only saves them four million. They're not gonna be able to bring in free agent talent. So yeah, they they need a franchise quarterback, but I man, I, I don't think they're ready for one yet, if that makes sense.
0: No, I mean, you know, they're if they drafted one at six... Like, we were talking about this. The good situation for them is that they have, uh, you know, Hurts, which I, I'm not, you know, he's not the quarterback of the future. I, I don't think he's a full-time he NFL a stop, starter. Yeah. He could be yeah, fine, fine as a stock yeah. yeah, Yeah, but... And I think that what that will allow them to do is... Play it safe, it's or you know play it cool at six, and see what happens. What falls them if it's quarterback, great. You pull the trigger on the quarterback. If it's not, then you pull the trigger on something else. What I feel like will likely happen instead, though, is that they won't get a quarterback at six. They'll end up drafting you know uh, Smith or Chase or someone like that, and they're going to go into next year with Jalen Hurts as their quarterback and do whatever they do and then just come back in 2022 and i mean look we, we don't know what's going to happen in a year but this that next year's quarterback class is not doesn't look like it's going to shape out to be anything like this quarterback class no so,
1: and i think there's also going to be a bunch of teams next year that are looking for quarterbacks i think the steelers are one the bears are another team i mean it's, it's the same group of teams that need quarterbacks but yeah. that are all drafting outside of the top 10 right now are all going to be in the market for quarterbacks so if you have a chance to draft one this year it's almost going to be too hard to pass up on it but we'll, we'll get to that in a second I just want to say that it's the Eagles made a push to win a Super Bowl in 2017 and they did everything and they won obviously but they did everything they could to extend the window in 2018 19 and 20. now they're at a point where it's they got to pay the pie Piper right like it's yeah. it's time for a reset. And it's going to be probably pretty ugly for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. You guys already know that. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors. And it's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, Landon, let's dive into the draft implications for the Cowboys and the Eagles here. You mentioned that the Eagles probably need a franchise quarterback. We'll see if they draft one, but how does this impact the Cowboys sitting at number 10 in the draft?
0: Wow. Well, it's you know it it again. It just kind of reshuffles everything for the Cowboys as far as you know who's picking up above them and and what you know, what they're looking for, right? Uh, I think at this point now, uh, you look at Indianapolis, who was one of the teams that you thought potentially could be someone that was trading up or looking mm-hmm. to. Uh, uh, go and get their quarterback. I don't think they're an option. If the Cowboys were like potentially hoping to target, and, and this is a pretty far trade back, so I, I don't know. 41 would be
1: far. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I, I think you know that is one less team that you're that you're looking at there for for you know a trade back situation, and and for Philadelphia, you know, in in relation to that. Uh, suddenly, uh, Philadelphia is just one more team that potentially could be tr- picking a quarterback, um, mm-hmm. and I think that what that means is I, I feel like we all felt like uh, a four quarterback top ten was was possible, right? Or it yeah, was was for sure. you know for like, at this point it feels increasingly likely, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm wondering if we aren't going to start hearing about a fifth quarterback too, um, because these teams mm. are all desperate now. Suddenly, you've got, uh, you know, I I could make an argument that you the top three teams may feel like they need quarterbacks. Maybe even all the top four teams, including Philadelphia, Detroit's got their quarterback now. Carolina's clearly looking for one. Denver is not not looking for a quarterback necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, basically, the only team in the top ten in front of you that isn't well the only two teams that aren't potentially shopping for quarterbacks and really I can't even rule out Detroit I mean with you know with Goff I know they traded oh, yeah. a lot for him yeah. but I certainly can't just rule it out because it seems
1: unlikely though
0: It seems unlikely but you know if you wanted to to draft like look it wouldn't be the worst thing for Detroit to consider drafting a more project quarterback like you know maybe a Trey Lance right mm-hmm. and then and then you know having golf kind of be the starter for the next few years and then handing the keys off so I guess I could make an argument for almost every single one of these teams in the top 10 outside of Cincinnati to draft a quarterback uh, so I, I think it's just w- one more team that, that has the need it could potentially push up someone like Mac Jones in the top 10 which I don't think he's deserving of it but I also think that if you're a desperate quarterback team you could talk yourself into drafting Mac Jones in the top 10 Uh, just because I I think you're desperate enough and you don't necessarily want to wait through uh, San Francisco and New England and uh, you know all the teams Chicago uh, that are in the back half of this draft that that also still need quarterbacks you know Pittsburgh these Hmm. teams like that could be looking a year out and and, and see a guy that they they like in Mac Jones at the bottom of the first, and again I don't think Mac Jones is a first round quarterback but desperation will do a lot of things to these teams, so it, 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 the bottom line is that it, it's going to shake it up a lot because now you've just added another, team, another QB-hungry team, and what that could hopefully do for the Cowboys is push down all the non-quarterback people, including Sewell, including uh, uh, you know Jamar Chase and, and these wide receivers. I don't know if you want to draft a Jamar Chase, but again, it might give you more options at 10 if a team sure. wanted to trade up to 10 to get someone like that or potentially the best defensive player in the draft if they were to fall to you.
1: What about Kyle Pitts? I, I, yeah, I mean, as I, I look mean, I, at the top nine, I don't see a, I don't see a clear cut destination for Pitts outside of Cincinnati. But I, I would be shocked if the Bengals didn't take an offensive tackle there.
0: I just think that ultimately, what it will do, I guess, the bottom line here is that it's going to potentially give you one more better player than you expected to, to be there at ten, right? Like I think yeah. it's, it's potentially yeah. putting one more player that you may not have thought the Cowboys could reach a ten. That my heat that player might now be in reach of the Cowboys, and whoever that player is, that's you know going to land on draft boards. But if you add the potential of one more quarterback being added into that top ten, that's just one more top end defensive player, one more non quarterback that may end up falling to the Cowboys.
1: Do you know who probably loves this? uncertainty with the Eagles is probably Cincinnati sitting at five and maybe Atlanta oh, yeah. at four because they're probably more likely to trade but both of those teams you know for teams that want a quarterback whether that's Carolina uh, we've already seen that they've been really aggressive in the quarterback market you know offering uh, stuff for Matt Stafford uh, whether it's you know maybe the the Patriots at 15 or the Bears or again Washington so they've got to be loving all of that uncertainty but I think you're I, yeah. right. I think it's I think it's very likely that one of the top receivers, I think Kyle Pitts, one of those type of players falls to the Cowboys at 10. It's very unlikely that Dallas would actually draft one of those guys. No. But what helps is the Giants drafting at 11 need pass catchers. And I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but uh, Dave Gettleman, the Giants general manager, talked about how they need to get weapons for – uh, for Daniel Jones. And he's been pretty transparent every single draft about what they need. Like uh, last year, he said before the draft, they got to get offensive tackles uh, to protect Jones. So what did they do? They spent their first two picks on offensive tackles. Uh, The year before that, they said they needed to be better against the run. So what did they do? They drafted Dexter Lawrence with the first pick. You know, we know the Giants want a playmaker. So if you want to get ahead of them to get a Jamar Chase or get a Kyle Pitts, um, I think Dallas would certainly be open to trading down. So. Really, what we're just trying to say here, Landon, Landon, is this is good news to the Cowboys, Eagles, and and
0: Miami and Atlanta and Cincinnati. Like, really, now they really even more sit in. the – I mean, Miami especially really sit in the catbird seat, right? Because if you've got a both Miami and Atlanta and Cincinnati all have a quarterback. You know, whether (laughs) whether you want to say that they're the quarterback of the future, I think that's debatable for two of them. But I I think you know if Miami decides they want to just surround it with a bunch of talent they could trade back from that spot with philly sure. and, and have fun uh but if they want to get a quarterback they're in a good spot there too so yeah i think this just provides one more trade up part trade back partner for those teams uh in the top five
1: before we move on what do you want the eagles to do here do you want them to draft a jamar chase or a Devonte smith do you want them to draft a quarterback who maybe you're not super high on that you don't think is the answer uh what would you like them to do at that number six uh pick
0: I would like for them to take, like, I would like for them to take, like, uh, Gregory Rousseau
1: or something. <laughs> you know, like, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. think that's I mean, likely. It's going to be a weapon or a quarterback.
0: Yeah. Of the realistic options, I would say either Smith or probably it's probably Smith, right? Smith. Devontae Smith, yep. right? Yep. Over Chase. I, I mean, just because I don't want – I think Jamar Chase may have uh, uh, kind of – quarterback agnostic i, agree. Uh, 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 I agree. success cuz he's so yeah. you know physically talented i think smith might need a specific type of quarterback to, to really kind of shine and I, no matter what as long as the eagles aren't taking one of those top quarterbacks uh, and and and, and uh, any any solution that involves the eagles trying to make uh, jalen hurts work as their starting quarterback that's that's the best solution for the cowboys
1: see i would like them to take mac jones <laughs> because i think mac jones would be i would be upset with it
0: yeah yeah, I guess not. And then you, then you, then you start. What you do is you, you start a, a quarterback controversy again, yeah, I guess, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so well, because I think that, that works. Here is the thing: you draft Mac Jones. I think he's only going to be a average to maybe a good starter in the NFL. Uh, that also helps, you know, Jalen Hurts not look so good because now you are not adding weapons to the, that offense and uh, so on and so forth. So. Take a bad quarterback, take a bad wide receiver, prospect Eagles. We we would really, really appreciate it. Uh, let's take a quick break, Lynn and we'll come back and we'll talk about which NFC team, NFC East team, is the biggest threat to the Cowboys next season. I wanted to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. We have real-time upti- real updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure you use that promo code locked on.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
1: Okay, Landon, we still have free agency in the draft coming up, but as we sit here today on February 19th, which team in the NFC East uh, has you the most concern for next season?
0: Oh, it's not even close. It's it's the Washington football team. You know, that 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 defensive line and and that defensive unit in general uh is is terrifying. And and really it feels like with uh scary Terry at wide receiver, they have a collection of some other players on their offense that are okay. Uh They are probably a solid quarterback away from being a real contender in uh, in the NFC East, even with Dallas coming back at full strength. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I I think you know New York still seems quite a bit of ways away. Their New York's defense ended up being a lot better than I think a lot of us expected last year, but I still think their offense is still you know several pieces away, and I don't know what Daniel Jones is still at this point. Um, I do. (laughs) Well, and I have a feeling that it's not going to be whatever you know uh, uh, him to be. It's not going to put New York on the top of this list, is it? Uh, And Philadelphia, we just talked about, frankly, I mean, I I just think that it's it's time for them to go uh, into the wilderness for a little while and kind of figure out what they are. Uh, But, yeah, without a doubt, the Washington football team seems to be the the team that is going to be the most immediate threat to the Cowboys.
1: I would agree. I just – I would like to know what Washington's plan is at quarterback because I feel like if they continue to go with this idea of just trying to be passable, the ceiling is only ever going to be so high. And that's what makes the Cowboys probably – not probably, they are the favorite to win the division next year because if the plan is to – continue to build up the defense and let's say they trade a mid-round pick for Marcus Mariota and that's what they want to do. That's great. You're still probably a nine win team, but that's not going to be good enough to do anything of note in the NFC. So barring a monster trade up or a trade that we don't see coming in the quarterback market, I feel like they're just so limited to what the ceiling is. And then the other two teams, Landon mentioned the Eagles I don't know what the plan is for the Giants. We're sitting here again. On February 19th, the Giants have $900,000 of cap space. Uh, They have a (laughs) bunch of free agents, like big, big free agents they got to deal with. Leonard Williams, uh, who is going to get probably $20 million a year. We've talked about Dalvin Tomlinson, what he's going to do. Their offensive line is still atrocious. um, And they don't really have any weapons on offense. So... uh, I don't know. I I think it is Washington by default. But honestly, if the Cowboys sign Dak Prescott to a long-term deal, I guess it doesn't even matter. He's playing on the franchise tag next year. There is a pretty significant gap between the Cowboys and everybody else if Prescott's healthy, correct?
0: Yeah, I mean, especially until – Washington can get into a spot where they're actually in striking distance of getting a good quarterback. I mean, that's the issue we talked about: is there's not a lot of paths for them to get a elite quarterback this year for sure. I think it's, it's the market is too tough and they're too far away. Uh, right. Next year they could position themselves to be in a better spot, but uh, that's still a, a whole season away from now. And and frankly, they're they're good enough without a quarterback that they may actually put themselves in. You know the kind of eight and eight territory that usually is not going to be good for trying to reach out and get a quarterback so uh yeah i, I would I, I think the we've kind of got a good handling on on where the teams are uh and even washington uh though they are a step above the other two there's still several steps i think you know maybe a step and a half behind the cowboys
1: which team in the division right now has the best offense other than the cowboys
0: New York, I I guess I I don't I, okay. I, I, let me, know. I just want to Washington. Use some
1: stats on New York. Yeah. They finished as the thirty first ranked offense last year. Uh, they averaged about sixteen points a game, and they had their starting quarterback all sixteen games.
0: <sighs> I mean they're all terrible. I mean the problem <laughs> is is that is that is that the Eagles are worse than that now because yep. they they have since lost their head coach. Their their offensive group is all you know all gone. It's all completely yeah. changing. Uh, and and Washington. You know they don't. They don't even have a semblance of a quarterback. So, uh, yeah, it's I mean, ru- I, As I said, it's, it's rough. <laughs> it's,
1: the, the defenses I think between the Giants and Washington are really good. There's there's yes. no doubt about it. Now, yes, they did have a little bit of some trouble last year when they were playing competent quarterbacks. Like we saw, their defense was kind of built up on playing a lot of bad quarterbacks. But when they played competent teams, uh, they got exposed a little bit. But until one of those three teams can be anywhere near average at offense, uh, I do think they are all a good step behind the Dallas Cowboys. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.